And last but not least, you need to be not only at work, in life. I think it's extremely important to be, be curious and interested. I think you're a good example here, Joseph, with, with your questions and your podcast. Be interested about everything. Learn about your company, learn about your products, your colleagues, your customers. That's not only polite, that's positive and it makes you relevant. Welcome to the podcast B2B SaaS CEOs with me, Joseph Olsen, as your host. I'm the CEO and founder of VAM that helps sales teams book more meetings. The idea to this podcast was born because one of my personal goals is to be a world-class B2B SaaS CEO and therefore I need to learn from the best. And I want to take you with me on this journey. Hi, my name is Fredrik Demling. I'm the CEO at Stratsys and you're listening to B2B SaaS CEOs. Hi and welcome, Frederick. Thank you very much, Joseph. Glad to be part of your podcast. How are you today? It's Friday. It's Friday and I'm feeling great. We're doing good at the company and we got a Christmas gathering tonight and and it's Friday. So everyone listening now just heard that this episode was recorded before Christmas and not Ooh. now early January. And let's kick this going. Frederick, first thing first, who is Frederick? Please help me get the context of how you look at yourself. Okay. Yes, I'm Frederick Demling. And I'm, I'm here because I am the CEO of Stratsis. But apart from that, I could say that I'm a dad, a husband, friend, colleague, leader, many things. But I would say the most important for me is try not to play any particular roles. So I really prefer to, to try to be myself, no matter the situation or, or the context. And if I take this one layer deeper, then uh, you're trying to be yourself. Who is who, who is Frederick Demling then? If you just need to, yeah, look inwards. Yeah, I would say that I I, I try to see myself as uh, responsive, interested, easygoing, and if you look at the f- formalities, 39 years old, from the west coast of Sweden, now in Stockholm since since 13 years with wife and kids. Thank you. And yeah, you started with saying one of the reasons you're here is because you are the CEO of Stratsys. And yeah, I'm only interviewing CEO. This is the podcast name, basically. So <laughs> what does your company do? Do the elevator pitch. Yes. And we work with efficient and sustainable compliance. Uh, and that actually means that Stratsys, we provides a SaaS platform with products that streamlines compliance within business critical areas, such as uh, sustainability, GRC, strategic planning, quality management uh, for mid to large organizations in the Nordics. And unlike other compliance software, we we try to move organizations from just reporting to action and try to efficiently distribute the responsibilities of all actions internally. In in just a little short about Stratsys, we've been around for for 25 years, 
quite a long to be a, a SaaS company. Yeah. And we're around 200 million sec, 190 people at four offices in Norway and mainly Sweden. Good. And now I want to address one of the a very important topic. One of the angles I saw when I called you and I wanted to have you here in the show. And that is your journey. You have gone from a consultant to the CEO at a yeah, quite big company. So I want to dive deep here. What's your best tips for everyone listening that's at the beginning of their career and you have been around 13 years at your company? So please talk me through the quick journey, but focus on great tips for people at the beginning of the career. Absolutely. And I, and I would say it's, it's many things. When you say 13 years, it sounds like a long time. But for me, it's, time's been running fast. For, first of all, I would say the, the culture. So a tip for, for everyone is to choose an employer that seems to have a suitable and basically, at least for me, a motivating culture uh, where you have fun together at work, uh, not only after work or before work, at work. Uh, so if you want to adv advance in your career, you need to have a job that is motivating and fun. Uh, the second of all, which I think is really important now for the new generation is, is patience that you need to enjoy the ride and, and focus on delivering great results on every task that you do right now. Do not focus too much on what you want to do next. Focus on delivering right now. And if you are at a good company and if you have a good manager, you will get what you deserve. For, for me, it's been really important with the clarity as well to let everyone know, and in particular, your, your manager or managers, what you aim for in the future and help them to help you to get there. Flexibility, another thing. I got five here and that's the, four, <laughs> that's the, the, the fourth one. The only thing we actually know, at least in, in the sauce business, is that everything changes. Yeah. So you need to embrace that and be, be flexible. And last but not least, you need to be not only at work, in life. I think it's extremely important to be, be curious and interested. I think you're a good example here, Joseph, with, with your questions and your podcast. Be interested about everything. Learn about your company, learn about your products, your colleagues, your customers. That's not only polite, that's positive and it makes you uh, relevant. And if you are a person that wants the quick fixes or just starting with one thing, because five things are too much to take action on at the same time, and what would you say are, what would you say is the key here of these fives? I would say, I would say the culture then, because it's in, in one way, it, it holds all of the other ones. Make sure, make sure it's, it's a company with a culture that could could bring you all these values in different in different ways and different times. Okay, so if you right now listening to this and feel, oh shit, I'm at the wrong place, reach out to Frederick and Stratus maybe. <laughs> Obviously they nurture him for many years. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, that's one way to do it. It's a good way to do it. I will put period here uh, for now because I, I like the answers you explained that you didn't just say buzzwords, you, you told me a story or uh, concrete things. So we will 
pause here for right now because I know from the external question coming up from a listener, we will talk more about your career and the progression of that. So so we put period now, right now, and move on to the segment of five quick ones. And now you need to be quick. I will throw up a word and you, you need to shoot the first sentence you think of when you hear the word. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. You're scouting for 2024. I truly hope for the best. AI, threat or opportunities? Millions of opportunities. Your biggest role model? It's a tough one, but I really value my man, Johan Birgersson, who's the former CEO of Easy Park. Something that's keeping you awake during the night right now. That's an easy one because that's that's my kids. <laughs> and the last one, your happy place. I would say my Vallabod, my ski storage next to the cabin up in Funäsfjällen. That, that's my absolute happy place. Okay, th- th- then you are in the Zen zone, right? Yes. Okay. That's where I make all the decisions. <laughs> so let me check here your answers from the five quick ones. 2024, hope. You say, are, are you like, is this a, a dumb hope or, or do you actually see or have data points to like, ah, it can, it can be a good year? I think it can be a good year, definitely, at, at least for, for Stratsis. So I, I truly hope and, and think that we will have a, a, a different but an uh, interesting year, especially connected to more... the second one. Oh, sorry, with, with AI opportunities, for example extremely interesting going forward okay yeah yeah i really think ai will be amazing opportunities in the upcoming like one to five one to six years the rest of the answers were quite straightforward so we'll leave the five quick ones and it's time for an external question and today we are quickly joined by innocent from the company wanda and this is his question hi frederick so you've had an amazing career progression, but looking back, is there anything you believe you could have done differently to optimize your learning journey even more? Is there anything you would have done differently? I would say that in, in my business, it's important to be pretty wide and not get stuck in, in too narrow tracks. I, I've, I've mainly focused at, at sales during my career, but I have been working in several phases of the, the customer journey. And I think that, I think that brought me uh, interesting and important perspectives in my, in particular in my job today. And I would say that if I would have done anything differently, I think that it's great that when you have the possibility to stay with an employer for a long time and, and develop alongside the, the company. But I think it's really important to keep an eye on the world outside of the office. And I do not mean that you need to continuously look for, for, for other jobs, but just to get influenced and to be able to develop new perspectives. And I would say that I, I'm pretty good at that now, but I could have been better five years ago, seven years ago. So I think it's important to to start with that earlier on. And I think that the technology today just gives us so many possibilities for this. For, for example, with these podcasts and, and digital networks and 
and uh, everything provided. From what I am hearing this answer, is this a combined answer for both the optimize and also done differently? I, I, I'm hearing it as a combined answer for, for is that, was, was that the intention? Yeah, yeah, I could say so. Okay. Co combine that. Yeah, so looking more externally, not necessarily shifting jobs all the time, but have not just eyes on one price, have the eyes on, yeah, what's, what's trending and new, new, new things that can be affected for your company and you something like that. Ex ex exactly. Not to get, just to get outside influences in how, how you continuously develop in, in your role today. Great. And one example here, I'm biased, of course, but is press subscription button on this podcast and, and getting it <laughs> from several top CEOs. But yeah, Innocent, thank you so much for the question. We move on to, I would say this is the last career oriented uh, question. And this is, you have been promoted many times, obviously. What has been the core characteristics to promoting you according to your previous managers, Fredrik? I would have loved to, to, to ask, ask them the same questions. Maybe I should have, should have done her earlier, but I would say, I would say one thing is accountability and reliability. Uh, I was talking a little bit about that earlier, but I think that the best way to advance to new roles is to really deliver in your current role. Do not think too much about the next step make sure to deliver in your current role. For me, it's always been really important as well to be flexible and, and easygoing. So I think it's been pretty easy to promote me and it should be easy to promote an employee. So, so I, would, I would say that a tip is do not focus too much about the details, just get to work and trust your company. If you are at the right company and if, you're, uh, if you would like to stay at this company, you need to trust it. So they will make sure that you're, you're satisfied. Um, and the, the last one on the same, on the same track, basically, uh, make it easy. Make sure that your ambitions are clear. Tell your manager what you think about the future so, so he or she knows and, and help them to, to help you basically, and then focus to deliver on where you are right now. I love, I love the mix of the working where you are and the clarity, because it's, it's as a manager, it's super simple then to like, okay, it's not just fluff. This person, person X delivers fully on the role right now. It's, it's so many people forget that. Just yeah. do an amazing job. Don't right now, just deliver, not just talk. And then, like you said, clarity, shoot out to the universe and talking about, I'm going to go there. People want to help. If you're, if you're a yeah. good person giving value and you're not directly hurting them with you getting promotion, etc., they want mm -hmm. to help you. People exactly. want to. And your manager wants to help you as well. So get rid of the pride, get rid of the... Do not do not be scared about okay if if I say I want this role and I don't get it I will be disappointed. Uh, yeah, you will. But if you say I want this role, it's easier for your manager to to give it to you, and it's it's easier for for everyone else to to help you to get there. Thank you. Thank you. We put period here, and it's time for a topic of your choice. 
this means that I will sip it now and uh, the floor is yours. The only rule here is that you need to talk about something that you are truly nerdy about and feel passion for. I would say we've been into these questions a little bit, but I'm actually really interested on, in, in the topic on how to be an adaptable and, and modern employer and how you could create an environment where people could stay and grow. And I think it's really important for this new generation just to see. That's why I'm really glad to, to be on this podcast as well, to see that uh, you do not need to change employer to develop and to do new things in your career. And of course, I'm just basing this on my own journey that I've made on Stratsys, but I also have uh, quite a lot of colleagues that's been around for longer than me. And I would say that that's not too common in uh, the SaaS business. But for for us at Stratsys, we we have very ambitious employees and and our employees want to combine demanding roles and they want to balance with families, kids, interests. So, So we really need to create, help them to create a life that works. I don't like the the expressions work life, a life that works. So a life that could be flexible, but also meaning having fun and develop, work out, play, and all of this while creating great results. And how do you do this? I think this this is an example of efforts from both the company and the employer. And no one have to no one would need to compromise about the fundamentals. It needs to be a win-win and it demands effort from both sides. And if we start with start with the company, it's it's truly important with with a great foundation with real values. What are the values? Not what do they say the values are? What are the values of the company? And do the company recognize its employees recognition it's extremely important and not only recognitions for uh, for efforts at work also recognitions for who the employees are and how they how they act and and also extremely important willing willing to continuously improve, improve and flexible to to change as we discussed earlier change that's something that we we know is going to come uh, for the employer, it's really important to be clear, as we talked about earlier, open to compromise. What's important for me? Uh, be sure about those things. You do not need to compromise about those. Compromise about the rest. And dare to be open. Dare to be open. Dare to be vulnerable. And to conclu- just to conclude this, I would say that like in a long-term relationship between an employer and an employee's, both parties can be much more open and flexible for the for the fact that we go through uh, different phases in life, which can affect us in, in in different ways. And it's all about it's all about the company could provide many of those things that you need in life because life is too short to to work at a company and have an employee that does not make sure to. To, to give you what's more mostly important for you.
I find this so interesting uh, and not just taking this at co as corporate bullshit is because you have lived it yourself. You have been at the company for so long. You have seen the company and now you with, with your leadership team doing it. And like you said, you have several colleagues that been long at the company or even longer than you. So that's why I really want to listen to you talking about these things and also urge the uh, listeners to to take action on some of these things because people can talk but you have walked the talk if you say so thank you and thank you for myself what uh, okay if we can take this super dumb like like a super first step uh, if, if you are listening to this you are a, a, a sauce leader uh, and what what would you say are the first one to three steps to just to-do list for being a modern employer? I would say the first one, just listen to the needs of uh, the people, listen to the needs of the employee, because everything changes so quickly. And, and for example, for us, we got many, many employees in their 30s, mid-30s. They got small kids, families, things that takes a lot of time and a lot of energy and they they might have some so, some years during these periods that demands demands a lot of focus but they also have years in between years before years after when they will be able to to deliver in 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 another point of view so i think it's it's really important just listen to the needs right here and right now and, and is this, and, would you recommend allocating time and just, okay, now we're doing, now we're doing a listening race, just in person talking 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or is, would you recommend more service? I would, I would say, I would say a mix. Make sure to, to try with anonymous formulas, but, but, but also talk to people. What's the, what's the general general feeling and what's the what's the general need and it will probably be be a mix as well between your your employees but you need to to listen to them and try to use that as a use that as a baseline for how you could how you could use that to work with your your strategy going forward and except that is it something other first step or should we just stop? Or should we stop with the first listening? Or do you have something, another ace in your sleeve? No, I think I think it's just important to decide and to be clear. And that that's 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 one of my main points in, in general. Just make sure that everyone understands what do you want? Listen and then decide. It doesn't mean that everyone is getting what they want, but it means that it means that everyone will get heard and you will use that material to, to take action and be really clear about how do we do it at Stutsis or Good. Okay, uh, we put period now uh, on the topic of your choice that I will name be a modern employer and uh, move forward to one of my favorite topics in the world, go to market. And Fredrik, you have been working with sales a lot through the years. So uh, now, now I want you to be super concrete here and just mention one thing. The one thing that according to you matters the most connected to the go-to-market strategy. What's the one thing according to you? 
the one thing it's if I say one word, I would say it's trust. You can say you can say one sentence. <laughs> Uh, I, I would I would say that w- we work in a complex area, so we need to demonstrate our expertise to show that we understand the problems of the customer. Otherwise, they would never buy our solutions. They would never have confidence in our as a, as a company in us as a company. So I, I would I would say that the trust and we build that through different types of. Uh, events or okay this is super interesting so so you said the one thing according to you, trust quickly or not quickly but in a clearly way demonstrate your expertise that you're expert here and now how you do that through events and it it could be several different channels but uh, i would say that we show that we are experts on on the topics on the relevant topics yeah. but even more we try to use our customers and external experts just to show that uh, we provide software we provide products and and we know this business we know your and, and especially we know your challenges okay so The one thing start with, according to you, for you at least, the trust and to really demonstrate that seeing is believing. And you do that through uh, events, showing customer cases and use external experts. And the end game here is that really clarify, we understand you, we understand your challenge, we can help you. Yeah. That's that's a it's a good summary, and and of course these events are digital, and we use them in our inbound work as well as on in our outreach. But but the baseline is to we we need to create trust. Yeah, uh, this was super interesting, and uh, yeah, it's quite it's quite a new question framing it from my end here. So I, I thank you for giving giving me like I will continue with this go to market angle because yeah, this was an, a new different angle, a fresh take. So nice, and you said inbound, so you are really helping with the segue to the next question because it's marketing. Uh, what would you say are what would you say is the main thing or channel that's right now generating the most leads for uh, Stratsys? I would say it's 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 still our like pretty strong outbound machinery. We've always been working uh, working really good and really structured with our outbound machinery, but we're growing a lot with the inbound machinery, and I would say that it will hopefully soon be be even more effective because we we are creating a lot of a lot of good content for examples through our events and this helps us a lot especially in in sustainability and GRC when everyone is is thirsty for information so I would so, say that that inbound will probably run past by so if I take this one layer deeper because I I really want to understand the the one the one thing that's trending right now for you is it a white paper then within this topic or is it a type of webinar or is it what 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 is 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 usually is is it could be both it's usually usually webinars when we discuss 
different topics, different new regulations, together with our experts and other other experts and customers. So small relevant studio events to to setting a setting a baseline of of what we do. That's that's usually what we. But it could be, of course, white papers as well. Okay. How but to what right to now. expect from this regulation? Yeah. But but right now it isn't. It's different sorts of niche webinars okay good because i don't want i want i don't want to be too broad now talking about marketing i, I want the edge so so yep. i and the listeners can build our get get the thoughts going and talking some outreach then frederick i'm building an outreach tool with vam the mix of video email phone linkedin etc so i'm i'm super curious and not not from the angle your outbound machinery more collecting data points from you as a leader, what's your preferred way of being contacted in an outbound motion? How would you like to get approach? Yeah, that's 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 a good good question, and I, and I would say that I I truly struggle with my email right now. I would I wouldn't say that email is uh, is dead, but but my inbox is is uh, suffering, so that's that's quite hard to. Uh, get hold of me that way. I would say that LinkedIn, I always keep an eye on, on LinkedIn. And if you are short, if you keep short and relevant, that is a good way. Phone, it's, it's. I, I always like the, the telephone. I, I, I've been calling a lot in, in my sales and I like the telephone, but I would probably say that a text message is, is probably the most certain way to get an answer. Because if, if you try to call me and I do not pick up, and if you send a text message, I will read it and I will respond if, if it's relevant and if I have and if I have time. Yeah, if I'm not super crazy right now, I think that I called you, no re- reply, text you, and then we are here. Now it worked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, okay, uh, the best motion to read Frederick is, first of all, you need, you need to some sort uh, get his number and I'm not giving the Frederick's number out. And then <laughs> if he doesn't call, send him a text, short, short and relevant. We yes. heard it from LinkedIn also. Good. Yes. Okay. That's a good uh, way. And, interesting. and if yeah. just, just one, uh, yeah. one add there, if, if you write an email and you just want me to know something, write a short email with the notes. If you're looking for a new location for your company, this is this is it then because i see all email or at least most of okay them. okay so email email can be very powerful if it's just quick knowledge short and not like just asking. a message yeah yeah okay interesting good and this means that we are entering the roundup now frederick so we only have a few questions left and rounding okay. up the first thing here what's your favorite book i read this six substances that will change your life by David J.P. Phillips. Have you read that one? No. Really interesting. And it it's actually a guide on how to optimize your brain chemistry. So it, it explains how, how our substances affects our mood and our well-being and our behavior. And actually how you could learn to produce these substances and use them when you need it the most. How could you cre- create, for example, dopamine? 
you know, the euphor- euphoria and uh, like the reward feeling or serotonin, which you feel when you satisfaction and uh, or endorphine. So I, I would say that that's just a book that affected my way to think a little bit and, and gave me a few positive wake up calls. And this David J.P. Phillips, he's, he's a, a Swedish guy, and he, he got plenty of interesting TED Talks as well about, about this. So this is a recommendation for you, Joseph. Nice. Uh, I, I know David J.P. Phillips, and he's also huge on TikTok. I've done a quick TikTok with him, and I, he had like yeah. millions of followers there. So he has really nailed the marketing game with TED Talk and social media, etc. So, yeah. Uh, certainly, I will check the book out. Talking about life mottos, can you share one of your favorite life mottos? Yes, and I would, I would probably say that that is that you should not take yourself uh, too serious. Uh, I do not take myself too serious. Uh, I think it's important just to dare to be uh, personal and vulnerable, and. That's probably what I meant a little bit about not going into like a CEO role or or something. Just try to be yourself. Do not take yourself too too uh, serious. It's important to allow mistakes, make mistakes, laugh at them, and 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 learn. But do not make the same mistakes again. I think that this creates brave leaders, brave colleagues. I think it dares you to win instead of being frightened of of losing. And I hope that this helps Stratsis and, and, and my colleagues with a climate that encourages this. I think it helps us and hope it helps us. And the very last question then. And now you're talking to yourself. If you will give your younger self, think, 10 <laughs> years ago, you have started to work a bit at Stratsis, but you have a long, head, uh, a long way ahead of you. What is the top one to three things to think of that you now know that you didn't know? What would you tell yourself? I would probably start with um, with trust. Just trust yourself, trust your colleagues, and trust your company. That's that's the first one. And and then I would say alignment. That's something that I learned during many many years in, in leading roles. Make sure to understand each other and make sure that you see things in the same way. You, you could be certain that you want the same thing in the end, but are you, do you agree about, about the road? There are new stu- new, no stupid questions, but at least at us, we do not have time for, for misunderstandings. So make sure that you are aligned. And I would say last but not least, uh, three things. Embrace change. The only thing we we could be certain about is that things will change. So just embrace it. And with these three valuable things, we put period for, for this interview. And now I'm quickly shifting the focus to you who has been listening. Two quick ones. Number one, if you got value, don't be selfish. Tell a friend, tell a colleague to listen to Frederick in B2B Saucios. And uh, thing number two, press the subscription button. We have great guests coming here every week. And as Frederick said, it's good with external input sometimes. And Frederick, a huge thank you for putting aside around 30 minutes together with me to help me and the SaaS community to keep on learning. Thanks a lot, Joseph. 
Great to be part of your pod.